What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Start With Today podcast. At Start With Today, we want our listeners to live their lives according to what Jesus says in Matthew 6.34. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Focusing on yesterday will bring no benefit, and worrying about things to come will only drive you crazy. So just focus on what God's doing today and watch Him work in your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you, and I hope you walk away with something. I'm so glad you tuned in, so let's jump into today's episode. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Start With Today podcast. Uh, it's been a while. It's been I, a month, maybe longer than that, but I'm back. Um, weekly episodes are going to be back up. I uh, spent the holidays with my family. Um, traveled to Florida to visit my mom, um, stayed with my dad and my sisters up in Ohio for Christmas Day, um, and then came back down to Columbus for what was supposed to be my 21st birthday party, which was going to be on New Year's Eve. My birthday's on New Year's Day, um, and I tested positive for COVID two days prior to that, so that was a uh, a wake-up call. Definitely didn't plan on it. Um, it I guess it was kind of a bummer. I mean, the timing and reference to school and everything else, the timing was good, I guess. It was after the holidays and, you know, I wasn't in the middle of the semester, uh, but it did suck to have to spend my birthday by myself, but that's nor here nor there. Um, I've just been really, really busy trying to be present with my family, trying to lean into what uh, the Lord's got in store for this year, and I'm excited about it. I'm in the process of a couple of different things that uh, I don't really have a timeline for, but just some things that God's put on my heart to accomplish this year, or at least start this year. And I'm looking forward to eventually sharing that with everybody. Uh, but for now, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to continue to just dive in and share what God's put on my heart with you guys. Um, just to give you a little update of, of where the podcast is at. Uh, in mm, April, in April or May, it'll be a year. Or maybe even June. I think it's June. And June's a year. Regardless, as we're nearing... Um, kind of the the one year anniversary and I guess it's a little further away than it seems but point being is within less than a year uh, start with today has been downloaded streamed and listened to in, in 20 different countries um, and over 188 different cities or something like that um, so it's just been absolutely insane to see what God's done and where he he's taken this um, again I just kind of started as a hobby you know I with COVID starting in, in the spring of 2020 I had some, you know, my speaking, um, the, the, the place I'd usually speak and the church that I was really involved at, uh, all that kind of got shut down and then having to move home because of school, you know, I didn't have that ability anymore for the time being. And so started this podcast. I had a, a friend who donated the equipment to me and poured into me and here we are. So it's just been very humbling to see what God's done, uh, what he's done in, out of my obedience, what's come out of my obedience. And it's been tough at times. Uh, you know, I, I've had to live my life in a way that looks a little different than other people. And I've had to say no to things and I've had to say yes to things that may look a little crazy, but here we are. And, and I'm blessed. And I'm excited for what God's got in store this year. And the reason I kind of bring up that backstory and, and, you know, I don't bring it up to brag of, Oh, look at, you know, look at all the different countries. My podcast has been and that, that first of all, that glory goes to the father. But I want to talk about that because today's episode, as you can see by the title, is called Anything But Ordinary. What I want to talk about is how Jesus, not only will he 
help us do things that are out of the ordinary, but he calls us to live lives that, that aren't ordinary. He calls us to step out of being comfortable. He, he calls us to, to live in a way that makes the world look at us and our, our friends and family and people look at us and say, hey, something's up with them or, or they're crazy or, or why are they living like that? How are they able to stay positive? How are they able to do these different things in the climate we're in? And that's what it's all about. And and so I want to I wanna use a story that I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this character, but the backstory of how he got there is absolutely incredible. Um, so I want to talk about David. So I'm sure many of you have heard David and Goliath, and David's this kid, and he's got a sling and a rock, and or a slingshot and a rock, and then he's fighting this huge, huge dude uh, that you know supposedly was just going to whoop him, and God gave him the strength to to bust him with a with a slingshot and a, and a stone. But I want to talk about the backstory to that. So. In First Samuel, there's a guy named Saul who the Lord had chosen to be the king because the people of Israel didn't, God wasn't enough for them at the time. They continued to reject him and reject him. And so they said, we want a king just like everybody else. Well, first of all, there's the, there's the first mistake because we know now, and as I've talked about many, many times, being a Christian, we are not called to be like everybody else. We're called to be different. And, and if you you know, claim to be a Christian and you see yourself living the same way as everybody, then it's maybe time to do some self-reflecting because we are called to stand out, uh, especially in the, in the situation our, our country and our world's in now is we have to be that. We have to fill that gap between um, good and evil. We have to be love. We have to be servants. We have to be leaders and we have to lead people to Christ. But that's for a whole nother episode. My point being, Israel wanted to be like everybody else. And so God said, okay, you know what? Go for it. And so he chooses Saul as the king, presents Saul as the king to the people using Samuel. And pretty much it goes south, as you can imagine. Saul ends up rejecting God and kind of doing things lukewarm, doing things his way sometimes and God's way sometimes. And so it was very wishy-washy and it was a hot mess, to be honest. And so Samuel, um, you know, the Lord speaks to Samuel and Samuel tells Saul, you know, the Lord's chosen somebody else, a man after his own heart. Uh, he, he's, he's chosen another king. And so the Lord rejects Saul completely. Now, this man after his own heart that the Lord was referring to is David. Now, at the time, this wasn't the David that had beaten Goliath. This was just a, a, a boy. And a little backstory, David's father, Jesse, uh, had seven other sons. And so the Lord spoke and, and told Samuel to, you know, go, go to Jesse and I've chosen one of his sons as the next king. But don't look for the tallest. Don't look for the most fit. Don't look for the most attractive. It's none of them. And so what God's saying is, I don't care what they look like. I don't care if they look like the you know look the part or look appears if they can be king. That's not what I'm looking for. So long story short, they go you know Jesse can pulls every other son he has, and then he says that's it. And and they say, well you know don't, isn't there one more? And he goes, oh yes, the youngest. He's in the field watching over the sheep and the goat. David was a shepherd. This young boy was a shepherd, which, you know, it was very common and it was, um, it, it tended to be the younger, the younger children within the family that were out there because it was, you know, the work nobody wanted to do. It was very ordinary. It was very average. Um, you know, you could think of it in our time as high school, you, you work at a fast food restaurant, that kind of thing. Um, you, you're just doing what you have to do. No questions asked. That was the thing about David. He did what he was asked and what he was supposed to do with no questions asked. Now I'm sure he wasn't necessarily pleased with the work he was doing, but he, he did it because he was expected to no questions asked. He was a servant. He was a leader. He had a servant's heart. Uh, 
And that's what God was looking for. And so long story short is, is you know, they, they choose David. God had chosen David as the next king. And Jesse's asking, I mean, everybody's just like, why him? I mean, this guy, this guy's the most ordinary boy. There's nothing special about him. He's, you know, yeah, he, he, he looks, he's a good looking young man, but he's not the most physically fit. He can't, but God had already decided because he knew his heart. And so what I, what I want to make a point of here is that because Christ calls us to live lives that are not ordinary, he can do things with ordinary people that seem impossible. David was the last person that anybody expected to be a king. His own father even put him in last. Out of eight kids, he put David last. Talk about some daddy issues. Because his earthly father put him last, but his heavenly father said, no, no, you're going to go from the field to the throne. And nobody's going to be able to change that. But people were going to ask questions. But what is so important to note here isn't that David was anointed king. Isn't that, you know, God had chosen. It's why he did. It's why he chose him. It was because of David's heart. It was a heart after God's. He was willing, everything he learned in the fields from watching the, the flocks and, and tending over the, you know, the animals that his family had was going to prepare him for what he was going to deal with as king. My point being, the work that we do, you know, some of us may be in school, some of us may be working dead-end jobs, some of us may be, you know, in the season of singleness that we feel like has gone on forever. But the work you're doing now and the things that you're going through and the things God is teaching you now are going to pay off to some extent in some capacity when you start to fulfill the purpose that God has for your life. But you have to do it with a servant's heart. You have to, you know, this job may suck, but man, am I going to represent Jesus each and every day with every customer I see or every sale I make, whatever that looks like. Being determined and intentional with the position you're in now in the ordinary, because at some point I can promise you this, God will make your life or make you take a step out of the ordinary. And it may not be something as big as what he did in David's life. In fact, I can almost say nine, you know, with a hundred percent certainty, you're not just going to be a King all of a sudden. Now our God's big enough and great enough that he could do that, but that's not going to be the case. The point of the story is to understand that what you do in the ordinary is important, but eventually you're going to be doing something that's completely out of the ordinary and people close to you, the world society is going to be asking questions. How, why, what, what did they do? But it's because of the intentional heart that you've had throughout this, this time of being average quote unquote. What I think is super important to, I guess, recognize as well is that I don't want this to mean that God is for sure going to make your life take some huge step out of the ordinary. And I kind of talked about this already. You know, he may not make you king. He, you know, you may not be a millionaire. If you want to be a pastor, well, that may be a smaller church. It may not be a mega church, but I can assure you to some extent that he's going to place you exactly where you're supposed to be. And to him, your obedience to that position and in those situations, that's, being anything but ordinary. That's being obedient to Christ. Because another thing we don't want to do, and I read this in a book, and it's something that I've kind of taken very, very um, seriously, and I almost felt just convicted reading it, was that, you know, a lot of us love to be advertisements for Jesus. 
we love to say, you know, we love to post our verses and we love to talk about our faith and that's awesome. And that's incredible stuff, but I don't want to just be an advertisement. We are not called to just be advertisements. We're called to be examples because like David, when we get to that next step and we, and people do ask those questions and we can point it all right back to where it belongs and that's to Christ. Because sometimes the, the, the problem we have, and it's because we're human beings, is that we talk about our faith, but then internally and publicly sometimes we take credit for the things that God's done. And that right that, that's a huge problem. And that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation that has to be had between ourselves and God, because that in and of itself is some is the complete opposite of what Christ stands for. But I, I wanna I wanna end with this. Is that right now you may be in a situation, and I think, you know, I'm still in a situation to some extent where my life is very average. You're going through the motions. You're doing what the world, you know, expects of you, to which some extent can be good things. And you just feel like, well, there's nothing special about me. I can assure you, and I promise you there is. And the enemy wants you to believe that that there isn't anything special about you and that God doesn't have a special plan for you. But I can promise you he does. But what's important is that you make the most of your time living that quote-unquote average life right now. And, and you, you lead with a servant's heart and you try to exemplify Jesus each and every day. Because one day, at some point in your life, it's going to be time to take a step. He's going to call you to something bigger like he did for David. And people are going to ask questions and you're going to be able to say where the credit's due. So I hope today was helpful. I hope you got something from it. I was kind of all over the place, but it's something that's just been very dear to my heart recently and something I've just been trying to work through. And I, I've, I've heard that story a lot and I've heard a lot of different pastors preach it, but sometimes there's an emphasis on what well, David was called. And yes, we're all called by Jesus. That's super important. But I think what's more important is why he was called, why God chose him. And it wasn't about appearance. It was about what was internal. And so I just encourage you as you go throughout the week and, you know, just start off 2021 strong as to keep that in mind. Like, hey, right now, there may you may be a very average person in your own eyes. In God's eyes, you're not. You're called beloved. You're chosen. You have a calling on your life. But right now, you may see you may feel like you're in this season of just going through the motions. But I encourage you to press into Christ and I encourage you to exemplify him because one day you, you're going to be called out of the field. It's going to be time for someone else to watch the sheep because God's got something special in store for you. So thank you guys for listening. I'm happy to be back. I hope everybody had a great holiday, a great start to the new year. Um, Hope everybody's healthy and safe. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing to put these out. So with that being said, everybody have a great week. Uh, Have a great start to the year. And I'll talk to you next week.